Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. I wanted to talk about a topic today that that a lot of people have asked me, uh, which is very, very interesting, in in my opinion. It's about enlightenment. Uh, And I, I... How many of you have uh, heard about this thing called enlightenment? I've heard many claim that they are enlightened, but then they fall back into egoic ways of anger, fear, and anxiety. And to me, they're like, well, I don't think you're so enlightened. And in my opinion, it really takes a committed person to uphold a process that is not a process at all. It's really a way of life. And I think for so many people, we think of this word enlightenment as this kind of funky thing. We don't really know what it is. And um, most humans don't uh, until they learn some of the specific things that I'm going to talk about today. Um, each of us is on a journey towards enlightenment. I'm going to explain what that means. With every experience we have, we have the opportunity to get closer to it, to embrace it, to be it, to be enlightenment. But what is it? What, what does it mean to be enlightened? Let me share a parable with you as well as some other information that comes from a very well-known metaphysical author, Eckhart Tolle. And I will say a significant amount of this content does come from his book called The Power of Now. So Eckhart shares this parable and it goes like this. A beggar had been sitting by the side of a road for over 30 years. One day a stranger walked by. Spare me some change, mumbled the beggar, mechanically holding out his old ball cap. I have nothing to give you, said the stranger. Then he asked, well, what's that you're sitting on? Nothing, replied the beggar. Just an old box. I've been sitting on it for as long as I can remember. Ever look inside, asked the stranger. No, said the beggar. Well, what's the point? There's nothing in there. Have a look inside, insisted the stranger. The beggar managed to pry open the lid with astonishment and disbelief and elation. He saw that the box was filled with gold. Well, I'm the stranger who has nothing to give you and who is telling you to look inside. And this parable has to do with whatever is inside, that gold is inside you. You see, this story is about you, about me, about us as a collective consciousness. So much of our time is spent attempting to achieve wealth and fame and significance, notoriety, success, etc. All of those things that exist outside of ourselves. We chase the dream that we believe will allow us to feel at peace, to feel alive, to feel enlightened. I've got air quotes going on, y'all. But what happens, though, is that when we chase anything outside of ourselves that we perceive as something that can contribute to our sense of egoic enlightenment, we get nowhere. Money gets spent or hoarded. 
notoriety fades, success is a subjective definition, and significance lives in the mind. Enlightenment doesn't live in a human body or the egoic mind. It exists within us, but is connected to all that is. Based on Eckhart Tolle's concept of enlightenment, one becomes enlightened when one finds true wealth in the joy of being. And with that comes an unshakable sense of peace. Tolle likens the beggar in the parable to those of us who seek pleasure and joy outside of ourselves. The beggar believes that he doesn't have what he needs in any shape or form, that wealth exists outside of him. They look outside themselves for scraps of pleasure or fulfillment, for validation, for security or love, while they have a treasure within that not only includes all of those things, but is infinitely greater than anything the world can offer. When we think about the word enlightenment, it conjures up some funky things like it's woo-woo and it's like we achieve some level of human accomplishment that we can brag about. This kind of quote-unquote enlightenment is something that we tell others about, right? In truth, enlightenment isn't a thing, y'all. It is a state of being. The above description of enlightenment is the ego's way of touting itself as better than someone else. There is no truth in ego's version of enlightenment, only illusion. When we're in a state of connectedness to all that is, we feel a oneness that is immeasurable. It's indescribable. And you can't brag to someone about something that you can't describe. To know enlightenment is to experience it and to be it, not to say it. For those of you who feel connected to all that is, whether it's in a moment or every day, you understand what I'm talking about. With this connectedness, you can in no way feel separated. Fear doesn't even factor in, nor does anxiety. And to be connected to all that is, is to feel peace, love, joy, and happiness. Buddha's definition of enlightenment is described as the end of suffering. Now, that didn't make a whole lot of sense because it seems like there's much more of an answer than such a simple response. But if you think about the breadth and depth of that statement, the end of suffering, you begin to understand in order to understand what is on the other side of that statement, the end of suffering. And you realize that you've got to find out for yourself what that means. So in other words, it's your journey and your journey alone that determines what the end of suffering means for you. Buddha uses a negative definition so the mind can't make it into something to believe in or into a superhuman accomplishment, a goal that is simply impossible to attain something that's superhuman. When we use the word being, we speak of the eternal and ever-present life beyond all forms of life, right? It's our essence. And the essence of all that is, the essence of oneness. Therefore, to be connected to all that is... To connect to that state of being, you have to know yourself, your deepest self, and your true nature, according to Tolle. You can't grasp it with your mind because this isn't a mind or ego thing. You can only know, know it, enlightenment, when your mind is still, when you're present, when your attention is fully and intensely on the now. Being is felt, not understood. 
And that said, what obstacles stand in the way of experiencing this reality? According to Tolley, when we identify with our mind, which causes thoughts to become compulsive, we all have those thoughts, it's called the monkey mind, we think and think and think and think, we inhabit a process of being, okay? When we are in thought and thinking, we're not present. We aren't being. You've heard of the monkey mind, right? I just talked about it. That's, that's, that's what we're referring to. It's all of the noise in our heads that prevent us from this state of beingness. We can't be still if we're thinking about anything. Thinking prevents us from being still, which is really the only way to enlightenment, the only way into being. It is one thing to think yourself into epiphanies. It's another to have an epiphany that simply occurs without thinking. Enlightenment, therefore, is the end of thinking and the beginning of being. Tolley makes a statement, you are not your mind. You see, your mind uses you to think, you, to, for you to think you know yourself and to determine who you are. But when you become an observer rather than a thinker, you're on the path to enlightenment, y'all. For it's in observation without bias or thought, without judgment, that you begin to take notice of who you are and how you're connected to all that is. So how do you free yourself from your mind? Because that machine works constantly, right? That's the one question I hear from, from my clients when I talk about meditation, like, I can't stop my mind. I'm like, I don't want you to stop it. I just want you to notice it. Start listening to that voice in your head and pay particular attention to any repetitive thought patterns. That's, this is what Tolley calls watching the thinker. In essence, you're just a witness to your thoughts, not a slave to them. You listen impartially, without judgment, without bias, without expectations. When you realize that the voice inside you is you and that you're watching it, you begin to realize that, the you, that you are listening to it. And you begin to say, I am listening and watching. This I am realization, the sense of your own presence, is not a thought. It arises from beyond the mind. Some call this higher mind, and you can do that too. That's what I call it. But it's not thinking. The more you become disconnect, disconnected with the act of thinking, and the more connected you become with the act of being, of observance, or witnessing, you become one with everything. You become fully present. And there is nothing else. The presence is essentially you and at the same time unimaginably greater than you. So the single most vital step in your journey towards enlightenment is this, according to Tolley. Learn to disidentify from your mind. When you create a gap between your thinking and observe the light of your consciousness, you grow stronger in your beingness. Once you do that, you just may be somebody who laughs at what you hear inside your head. And you let go of all of that serious thought and you realize that who you are, who you believe you are, and who you think you should be, it doesn't matter anymore. Because all you are doing is being. You end your dependency on your mind and you begin to inhabit the very essence of who you truly are. You've risen above thought, and you've settled into the bigger picture of peace, tranquility, of joy, and oneness. And when I read that part of his book, I was like, man, that makes complete sense. 
because if we live our lives through thought, we literally miss the moment. So our, our job is to be anchored in the present, to observe without judgment what goes on with us, and to allow ourselves to, in essence, move beyond our thinking and lean into and live in a state of beingness. I hope that this gives you a sense of what enlightenment truly is. Because when someone is enlightened, there is a sense of calm with them. You can tell they're grounded. You can tell that no matter what happens to them, with them, for them, they have a a deeper understanding of what it's like to deal with it. They are at peace. If you feel like you'd like help with reaching a state of enlightenment, reaching that sense of beingness, reach out. Uh, my phone number is 404-558-3971. Email is Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. And if you feel like this podcast and any other podcast episode has been helpful, please hop over to iTunes and rate and review my podcast. The more ratings and reviews I get, the more people I can reach. I wish you a blessed week, a beautiful day today. And as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes. 